you are experiencing HR After Dark, solving the people problems that keep you up at night. We exist to make the people part of business easier for leaders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business owners of all kinds. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of HR After Dark. I'm your host, Jada Willis, CEO of Willis HR. So we're talking about a very important topic right now that a lot of HRs are receiving and and having to answer at this time, as well as I know that business owners have this question too. Can I restrict workers' personal travel? Now, even though there are guidelines that have been distributed by the CDC, and also possibly your state's cases are rising, quarantines are happening, restaurants are limiting the number of gatherings. The advice has been to limit the gatherings for holidays, parties, that sort of thing. Your employee still is attending large gatherings, parties, and plan on also traveling for the holidays. What can you do as an employer? So I am going to give you the initial HR and attorney response and say, it depends, right? So I want to first, if a a client was calling us at Willis HR, I'd first ask the question of what is your policy on off-duty conduct? And also what state are you located in? How many employees do you have? So these are some of the questions that I start asking right off the bat to understand what has been advised and distributed to the employee, what expectations has the leader set And then also, have there been any changes to applicable state, county uh, laws that would be pertinent here to this situation? But to just give you some guidance, I I would say we're going to err on the side of caution and say it's very unlikely that we can advise or even monitor employees that are traveling or or really, you know, leaving the state, attending large gatherings, that sort of thing. Now. Ultimately, though, if there's a quarantine in place, there are some things that you can do in coming back to the state. When they return, you could also ask for them to participate in a COVID test and that they can return to work once they receive a negative COVID result. So this time, though, would technically be unpaid unless they were seeking a medical diagnosis or uh, actually have a confirmed case of COVID or taking care of a family member that would qualify under the FFCRA. Now, so that's kind of the loophole here. If, if an employee still participates in travel or large gatherings, then, and they claim one of the reasons that are covered by the FFCRA in either it's emergency FMLA or if it's paid sick leave, then I would encourage an employer to pay that employee for their time if they haven't already exhausted that time. Now, the other piece to think about is, the, the FFCRA sunsets on December 31st. So what are you going to do as an employer if this individual's traveling and they're not coming back until January 2nd and then they actually have a confirmed case of COVID-19? Well, legally, and as of right now, present day, you as the employer do not have to provide leave under the FFCRA. But my recommendation is if you've already started, if the employee has already started leave and, it, and they, they started leave, let's say, on December 24th, well, my recommendation is to pay them for their, that 80 hours of time because we don't know if there is going to be an extension. 
I don't believe that there's going to be an extension prior to December 31st. It would be a huge surprise. There will be an update likely in January at some point. But I, I do think that it will be a twofold for employers. It will be helpful to the employee. It will be definitely a morale builder. But it also, from a brand perspective, it would be important that you as the organization are supporting your employees in the midst of a pandemic and also um, COVID-19. So that being the case, I'd recommend still paying for that time, but also allowing the employee to understand that that there is not um, a guarantee for any additional time. They've exhausted their time at that point, and it's important that they also refrain or encourage them to refrain from traveling. So back to that, I've given you some advice in regards to how F- the FFCRA sunsets on December 31st. But still, the question is, what about these traveling, large gatherings, that sort of thing? So there are also circumstances where you as the employer, if, if your state is, is indicating they're restricting indoor gatherings, you could also ask employees to certify whether they will attend a large gathering for the upcoming holidays. Now, ultimately, if you find out there's an indication, I do recommend that you would ultimately have them sign it. I'll tell you about this in just a second. But an employee can also certify that they have they will not attend this large gathering. They're going to adhere to state and local laws. And then you find out that they actually haven't uh, adhered and they actually went to some type of large gathering. You could take disciplinary action based on not following in instructions or company policy. This is, I think it's going to be a huge morale hit and it could actually do more harm than good, but it's, it's ultimately up to you. What we're doing right now as HR professionals is really like weighing out the risk factors, risk factors, not just from a legality standpoint, but also from internal morale, employee retention, those other pieces. At the end of the day, your job is to keep your employees safe and to encourage um, employees to take care of themselves and also take care of each other. And and so with that, it's making sure that you remind your employees of state and local laws, remind employees that you should be using masks and protective wear and really making sure so either not coming to work or, or working remotely if they are feeling ill and to report that to HR or management immediately. I mean, the whole point about this is that it's, it is, it is, it depends. It's murky. It's not a black and white situation. And I think with the upcoming sunset of the FFCRA, we're going to have uh, truly some more questions from the employer standpoint of what are we legally responsible for? But then also, what about these tax credits? Yeah, there will not, to my knowledge, there will not be any additional tax credits for employers that are providing the FFCRA beyond December 31st. So it it poses another issue of, is this something I'm going to do from a good faith effort for my employees and taking care of my employees? Or am I going to stay to the letter of the law and adhere to the, the guidance that I'm receiving? This is truly, and it depends. I would say this, if I had to summarize this and the advice I'd be giving, a client right now, even though I don't have the details of what your policies say or specifically your state, I would say, have a talk, have a conversation with your team and encourage them. I would point out the increased rise of cases and I would encourage them to follow the CDC guidelines. I would encourage them to uh, take the precautions 
of protective wear and mask and things of that nature, but also to make sure that they are taking care of themselves and each other and that your expectation is that they would be able to return to work after any time off or vacation. Now, and then also remind them that also any leave under the FFCRA will end and exhaust after December 31st. So that being the case, they may not have available time. And, and if they do unfortunately get sick, it would be the option of using any available PTO, but it would also, it could be unpaid time. But it's really just having that conversation, having a frank conversation with your team, encouraging your employees to make really good decisions, even though I know it's hard and I know it's been a tough year. And I know that a lot of employees and just people in general have experienced isolation. So this is now the time where we're usually getting together with family and friends. We're usually going to you know parties and, and things of that nature. Well, it's going to be a very different type of holiday season. So I think we need to buckle down. We need to be safe and we need to make sure that we're protecting our other. Uh, of course, if there is an option at all with your company to work from home, I strongly encourage that. And then if you need help and just learning more about managing remote employees, definitely get the book. Get Pantsless Nation, HR Guidance for Mastering Remote Work. I really encourage you can go to our website, willishr.com. You can go to Amazon and even barnesandnoble.com. And the reason why is just helping you to be an effective leader to foster that communication and conversations with your team. So it's super important that you're having, bare minimum, you're having conversations with your team. You're asking about, you know, even their plans for the upcoming holiday. You don't have to specifically say Christmas or anything of that nature. Let's, let's be mindful of our religious diversity during the season. And I, I would strongly encourage start ha having those conversations now so that you're aware of what your team could be exposed to in the coming weeks. And that would be the rest of this month and even possibly in January. So I hope this is giving you more perspective on how can you as the employer and as a leader either restrict uh, a worker's personal travel, manage their off-duty conduct. And unfortunately, it hurts, but it really does depend. If you need those specific answers to your questions, you have a scenario that you really need to cover. We want to help you through that. We want to help you through that specific scenario. So I want you to reach out at willishr.com or email us info at willishr.com. Our phone number is 803-714-3715. An HR expert will be able to help you ask you the right questions and really help you be compliant through this really unusual, challenging time. Thank you so much. I can't wait to bring you more updates and HR After Dark throughout the holidays. We have some great stuff planned for you. Keep following us and I hope you get some sleep tonight.